0: Hey everybody, this is Atkins. And this is Adam. We're welcoming you to another episode of Kaio Cinema. It's that podcast where we watch all the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies. And sometimes, some weeks, some movies are much more difficult uh, to endure than the others. And this is one. Yeah,
1: yeah, no joke. Uh, You know, I think uh, I've watched most of these movies now, like at least five times. This one, I have only seen three times. I couldn't even bring
0: myself to watch it the third time. I am. bringing shame upon the Kaio cinema.
1: <laughs> I don't think you brought shame. I think, if anything, uh, you were probably just the smarter one of the two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was telling Adam before we recorded that I usually watch it in Japanese the day that we record, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it this time because we're covering Dragon Ball Z colon Barely
1: Broly. I mean, Bio Broly. Bio Broly. <laughs> barely Broly. Sludge Broly. He had some funny names. Uh, like, if you look into what they are officially called, Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's some funny stuff here. I, th- you ever watch a movie, and when you finish, you just go, "What were they thinking? Like, why?"
0: Yeah, this one only. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> here's the biggest thing that like blew my mind as I was watching this and grew increasingly more frustrated with every minute was that the con like the reason why this movie even exists is because of the popularity of the uh, quote unquote titular character Broly, right? But then in this movie. He's barely there. Like the the Broly, even just the the visual that is Broly, the character is barely there before yeah. they strip it away for this like clay face swamp thing looking goo monster man that has like what I called Super Saiyan bed skirt hair. You know what a bed skirt is? I do.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good way of putting it. That's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, man. and I hated that entirely. And then all the things. Uh, That I disliked about Second Coming were exacerbated, made even worse in this movie as far as like the things that they stripped away from Broly uh, versus what he, uh, how he was depicted in the legendary Super Saiyan.
1: Well, and like so much of it just kind of doesn't even track, especially since if you if you want to go with the movie's timelines, it feels like this movie should take place maybe a couple weeks after the last one. Like it can't have been that long because the kids haven't aged at all. So I, I don't know. There's a lot weird about this one.
0: Yeah, i uh, I really didn't like it, but we're still here to talk about it. And <laughs> if history proves true sometimes the movies that we hate the most are the ones we talk about for the longest so we'll see Uh, i don't (laughs) know is there even enough to
1: talk about for this one i mean i mean i still Uh, took a few pages of notes but i did too but most of it's fluff right like 90 percent of this is just getting the kids in the right spot i say the kids really it's getting the characters in the right spot i also thought uh the main villain that isn't broly because let's be honest here broly is not even really the villain in this he's just the the guy that they have put in front of the main characters but lord jaguar he looks a lot like the new villain from the superhero movie coming out he does a bit He does. i thought he looked a lot i don't know that character's name because i'm trying to kind of stay a little spoiler free but uh i've seen the trailer enough to know that that looks a lot like lord jaguar i believe one of
0: them is named magenta i think i don't remember what the little squat looking red ribbon army dude's name is holy crap hold on uh man i'll have to look up now that because there's two of them it's like the squat little dude and then there's well, a tall like, one. Like
1: hey, the tall one who is named Midman.
0: No, are you talking about in this movie or in the new movie? Oh, in,
1: in this out? movie. In this movie, there's the squat little one who is Lord Jaguar, and then here yeah. there's like his sidekick who is named Midman.
0: Yeah. So in the new movie, there's a squat one, and then there's a taller dude that's with him, and I think the taller guy's name is Magenta. Um, you have literally this. just
1: cloned Wario and Waluigi like three times now they did a bit so um i mean the the
0: aesthetics aren't quite the same but there are already like Visual like if I just typed in Dragon Ball superhero bad guys and there's a side by side comparison of Jaguar and uh the whatever the squat little man in um Dragon Ball Super superheroes is. (laughs) What a mouthful! Yeah. Oh my god, we already talked about how I don't like that. I think there was a new trailer (laughs) that came out this week, and I think they even said that it's coming out in Japan in a month, like June eleventh, and then in um a world a broader release, like worldwide release theatrical, um, like a month later or two in August, I believe. Cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, Man, that I'm really glad that cool. I'm glad that they were able to get their production systems back up because they got hit with that pretty nasty virus. Uh, so, well, it wasn't really a virus, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, CryptoLocker well, is a virus of kinds, but we're there novels. you go,
0: nerd. Um, let's <laughs> let's jump into uh, Bio Broly. This one was released on July 9th, nineteen ninety four. It is the fourteenth Dragon Ball Z movie. The Japanese title roughly translates to Dragon Ball Z colon Super Warrior Defeat. I'm the one who will win. Uh, And Adam is here to regale us with his timeline placement.
1: Yeah, so this timeline is very interesting. I think I talked about this a lot in the last movie, which was Second Coming of Broly. The idea here in my mind is that effectively the Boo saga just never happens. And whether that's because they just stop Babidi from summoning Boo, or maybe they summon Boo and they just take him out pretty quickly. Like It, it seems almost like there was no need for Goten and Trunks to ever learn how to fuse. What that that cause may be, it could be a billion different things, right? But that seems to be the same kind of through line here is Trunks and Goten do not know how to fuse but at the end of the movie they actually show images from that world tournament right before the Boo saga however they don't seem to show Spopovich or anyone so maybe that plan never took place in this timeline maybe Boo's just not a thing Uh, I kind of like that idea basically is just that you know they had the world tournament and things moved on and this is taking place right probably after that
0: yeah it definitely uh, implies heavily that the or I, it's not even an implication. It's explicit that the twenty fifth world tournament finished uh, pretty much the end was exactly what we saw in the anime with eighteen uh, basically taking a dive so that Hercule could maintain his uh, championship title because right. the beginning of this movie she's demanding the money that um that she was owed. like the basically the or uh, the situation was, I'll let you keep the world title, but you give me the all the money, and Satan jumped at that.
1: I guess there could be an argument for this takes place right after the tournament and the last movie took place right before the tournament and the boo stuff just hasn't happened yet, but I don't know that I like that. Me neither. The the last
0: couple of movies have been particularly wonky when trying to fit it into the the, the, uh, Dragon Ball Z canon timeline. I think we've struggled the most with uh, Second Coming and Bio Broly. A little bit with the first one, but we, we could finagle some things to make it make at least a little bit of sense
1: agreed agreed but at least in this case um, i think it's safe to bet this is clearly another universe you know the movie timelines are kind of self-contained and i think that's definitely what's happening here uh, so why don't you say we go ahead and jump right into bio broly
0: we can do that uh, before the title rolls we're treated to a giant tank being drained and it reveals a couple of very naked veiny men with horrifyingly wide eyes Oh, and no genitals, like they're exposed naked this whole movie, um, but no genitalia whatsoever. Uh, and th- but you do see some genitalia later on. Um, w- well, I'm getting ahead of myself, N- not from the naked, veiny men, thankfully.
1: Adkins is focused on genitalia for some reason, oh, yeah. Barely, I don't know what's I was going locked on. Here. It's like, <laughs> do they were. have balls? No, they don't.
0: Um, but uh, then this the main villain of this movie, uh, Jaguar, is. Uh, saying out loud, he's expositing that now with these bio warriors is what he called, which I'm pretty sure was the term that they used in World's Strongest, didn't they? For those machines that like didn't last long at all.
1: That sounds right. That sounds... It's been a while since we watched that one, but that sounds pretty
0: close. I thought... I meant to look that up, but I forgot. So I was hoping that you would remember. Um, But anyway, (laughs) he says, now I can expose the planet's greatest fraud. And literally, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Uh, And I was like, oh, they're going after Mr. Satan then? And I was right. Which Yeah. This whole... (laughs) But this whole... The whole conceit of this movie is just wild it's not uh, it's so frustrating but uh anyway this is is where we get the bio broly title before we jump uh catch up with 18 uh android 18 that is wrecking uh mr satan's house
1: i did kind of like the transition into the intro here too though because we pan over and we see this very ominous tube with like a tail in it and then it like flicks into the intro that says bio broly i thought that was kind of neat Uh, But yeah, we we transition after that intro into Android 18, who is just wrecking a bunch of training equipment, basically demanding that Mr. Satan hand over the money that he owes her for doing what she did for him. And we know that it was throwing the tournament, so that way he would, uh, you know, win. Of course, Krillin is off to the side, like, warning Mr. Satan, like, oh, yep, I've seen that face. You better be careful. You better be ducking, buddy. And uh, he says that he's gonna take the kids out to a treat. They're gonna take uh, go and Trunks to go eat some food once Satan uh, ponies up. And, and of Marin. course, and Marin. Yeah, Marin's there too. She has no lines as far as I think she might say daddy she says or potty. something. You said potty, is that what it is? Yeah. I did think it was funny too that Trunks was totally willing to shave Krillin's head if they don't, you know, get to go eat. He used it as a threat.
0: It wasn't a I willingness. Know. He, he, it was like the stick in the dark, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like if you don't take us to eat, you know what's going to happen. And he, oh man, like I've been growing this for years.
0: Yeah. And Krillin knows that he would stand no chance if Trunks wanted to cut Krillin's hair. Trunks is probably going to cut Krillin's hair.
1: (laughs) Although I feel like Krillin could outsmart Trunks and Goten both. At least TV show Krillin, maybe not movie Krillin.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and another funny detail on this is that Mr. Satan has a billboard of his own face right on the smacked out, like, dab outside of his house, which I thought was wild. But not really. I mean, he's very egotistical um, and very concerned with his image, which is the reason why he's in this particular predicament that he gets put into here shortly. And it's wild, too, because in the American version and the English version, they switch between calling him Hercule and Satan throughout the entire movie. And it's funny because there are some lines that I took down verbatim in here when they do use the Satan name. Some of these lines are freaking hilarious. It's probably the highlight of the entire movie, to be honest.
1: Do they use it in a way that makes sense? Like, are they at least giving him his Satan title, like his wrestler name, uh, anytime they're referring to his achievements and whatnot, and then referring to him as Hercule, like on a personal level? No,
0: I think that they were just kind of interchangeably used. Uh, I, I, Satan was used a lot more. Um, but I do think that like a couple other, I think that like Krillin maybe calls him Hercule once. And I don't know, it was strange, or maybe my notes are wrong. Satan is definitely used a lot because there are some great one-liners like, if you imagine them actually speaking to Satan, they're really funny. Yeah. But uh, a flying cart descends into Satan's pool. See, here's an example. That's fun. And a well-dressed man steps <laughs> out and has a wardrobe malfunction that lands him in the water in his little blue suede suit. Um, and we cut back to 18 and Hercule slash Satan, uh, as he claims he hasn't been sent the prize money yet, but he promises to pay. And I'm like, I have in my notes, how could he? how could he not? Like... <laughs> There's no not paying 18. Like, you you know that she's categorically stronger than you by leaps and bounds. So you can't just, like, string her along forever.
1: (laughs) What he's doing is he's trying to figure out what she wants to destroy so he can insure it real quick to pay her off with that insurance money.
0: I like that idea. The more that she destroys, the more insurance money he can collect. Exactly. Yeah, because, like,
1: the rest of his life are all schemes. So at this point, I just have to assume any money he may have he also made off of schemes. You know what I mean?
0: Well, he does assuming that he's telling the truth, there is some giant sum of millions of Zenny prize money coming his way. Um, I just don't know what the delay would have been. You would have think that if it's they hosted there or something. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. When you host this world tournament and you're like, Hey, there's this big payday you would have that arranged and like ready to go. He's waiting on his
1: uh, minions to cook the books. That's what it is. That could be. I mean, although
0: (laughs) I have read like recently in the real world that, uh, whichever Logan brother boxed Floyd Mayweather says that he still hasn't been paid for that fight. And that was a long time ago.
1: What? Yeah, that was a while ago. Wow. Huh? Well, this character that has been introduced, uh, we saw him at the beginning of the movie. This is Min Min, and he says that he is coming with a formal challenge for Mr. Satan. And it's really great, too, because Hercules is just like, well, you can uh, take that to my secretary who will show you the door. I mean, like, he's not accepting. Mr. Satan impersonation. (laughs) I'm trying. I like I really want to get that one down. (laughs) He he does not want to accept any fight, obviously. Uh, And of course, Min Min is just like, yeah, that's not acceptable. And if you do not accept this fight, then uh, the person that's challenging you is going to leak how you wet your pants back in summer camp 30 years ago or some crazy BS,
0: which is kind of wild, but it's also on theme
1: for Mr. Satan's concern with his image. It is, but it seems really weird that like some random nobody shows up, challenges you, threatens this, and you didn't just immediately think like, I'm way more popular than you'll ever be. Like, who are you? No one's going to believe you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it 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 literally would have stopped the whole movie right there.
0: Yeah. And just that the concept is Mr. Satan would like his image would be ruined Like, disastrously so, if somebody found out that when he was a child, he peed the bed one time, you know? Yeah, right. But again, Mr. Satan, like I said earlier, is supremely concerned with his image to the tune of... Uh, hundreds of millions of zenny by the end of this movie because yeah, 18 yeah. keeps upselling him on protection.
1: <laughs> What's really interesting though here is is that this movie is almost a bad parody of the first movie because oh, the yeah. first movie was a revenge movie, right? Like Paragus wanted to get revenge against King Vegeta and his son. In this movie, Jaguar wants to get revenge against Hercule. It's kind of silly, but I mean, it does sort of reflect and they both end up using Broly to sort of achieve this means to an end. I mean, there is a lot of parallels there. They're just not very good ones. You still end up in this movie with
0: uh, Goten, Trunks, some woman, and Krillin on the scene against Broly you end up in that which is from second coming they also use the lava sort of trick from second yep. coming in this it's a lot of borrowed that's that's again it's a, that's another one of the strikes that I had against this movie I was just like oh we've seen this before already thanks
1: it also doesn't make any sense that literally two weeks ago Goten and Trunks could barely handle Broly but now all of a sudden they can I mean he should have had a massive upgrade from that last fight with Gohan and I get that they should have too because they were definitely injured but I would imagine. Imagine his would be much bigger than theirs. Well,
0: my kind of headcanon explanation for that was at some point when Jaguar gets around to explaining how they came about having their very own pet Broly was that they had said that they collected this dried blood, Melosia did, and they combined it with... Blood or genetics or something from the other bioengineered uh, So he's soldiers. like a watered down version yeah, of the Real like Broly. Yeah, he's like diluted Broly. Yeah.
1: But that doesn't make sense that he. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, but that, that, <laughs> to me, that doesn't make any sense because th- he has immediately that like super transformation. I don't I feel like that would have been. I would have liked that explanation if he hadn't had the super transformation because he doesn't if he doesn't have that, then that is kind of just a watered down Broly. That's what gives him that power. You know well, what I mean? he
0: does have it, but it also looks much smaller, like yeah. compared to the legendary Super Saiyan transformations in the first and second movies. When he when he has that split second of looking like legendary Super Saiyan Broly, he does. His physique is a lot smaller. It doesn't have those like giant Atlas sized shoulders, you know.
1: You're not wrong. That's true. Well, back into the moment that we were currently talking about. Uh, so Min Min basically says that if he's not gonna do this fight, he will leak these rumors. To which Hercule says, of course, he's gonna go and he'll fight Jaguar and it'll be great. Android 18 doesn't believe that he will actually pony up any of that money once he comes back. Or, you know, she's like, You're just gonna run off. I just don't believe you. So she's gonna go with him to make sure that she gets her money. And uh it's funny because Hercule kind of throws out this moment where he's like Hey look, as long as they don't have spiky yellow hair, I'll do this fight. Cuz right. if they've got that, well like I'm allergic to a product, so uh but you know otherwise uh basically they're getting ready to leave. 18 tells Krillin like, "Hey, you need to stay with the baby. You're going to be fine. I'm going to go." And of course Krillin reluctantly agrees, but he does end up uh, just staying there. 18 flies off with Satan, and as she is flying off with him like in a car, they're they're flying off with Midmen. The uh, Goten and Trunks are spotted like peeking out of the back. So, poor guy Krillin is, of course, out of diapers. I felt bad for him. Like, I've been in that scenario. I know what that's like. Goten and Trunks aren't just peeking
0: out of the trunks. The trunk is, like, all the way wide open. Like, popped entirely. And Trunks and Goten are hanging out the back. So, the flying car doesn't have a rear view mirror. And or Min Min has zero spatial awareness um, because it's like they're like, oh, when did these kids get here when they get to oh, the yeah, island? Oh, that's right. Way
1: later. Yeah, they It's are. also
0: silly, too, that like at some point when 18 is trashing uh, Mr. Satan's pad and, and a little bit later on at some point, Goten and Trunks are like standing one on the other's shoulders to like look through a window. And it, it continues the streak of Dragon Ball Z movies where f- people forget that they can fly. Like, why are they, why is Trunks standing on Goten's shoulders when the, both of them can float?
1: <laughs> I feel like that's even a point that they make in Super, at some, at, at, like, one of the early-ish episodes, I think Goten and Trunks go through that exact scenario. Jeez. So, yeah. so frustrating.
0: But it we is. do get a few scenic shots as the flying car takes them to Jaguar's palace. I it's like this, these shots. These were yeah, cool. they were pretty cool, although, like, one of them wasn't animated at all like the beach scene nothing is moving it's just yeah, like they're just all standing there yeah we just pan by and nothing moves um but anyway there's some dolphins and stuff it's pretty uh then we get to this island and it has a giant golden dome taking up like maybe half of it or more um herc hercule sees or mr satan sees the naked multicolored genitalialess genitalia man training and he's like they don't look so much to me <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> yeah. like they look like massive muscle men without uh without wieners but whatever dude uh, that even just the a naked man like is an intimidating sight in a place where he's like not meant to be so like a bunch of naked dudes just lifting heavy things i'd be like nope i would nope the hell out of there that because that's that's nakedness out of place you know what i mean
1: it is and these like these these creatures these bio warriors they look weird too like they're rippling like i know that sounds weird but it's almost like they've got like liquid over them at all times or something or like covered in scales i don't know i would be creeped out by them no joke but to be fair i guess you know mr satan did deal with cell he has been up front with like these crazy saiyans and their enemies over the last couple of weeks months years so maybe it's not too weird to him at this point
0: i guess that's true he changes his mind on them here shortly but Uh, yeah he does the main villain of the movie, Jaguar, drops in, welcomes him to his castle. Um, the voice actor for Jaguar, who's the only new voice actor that I bothered looking up, I didn't look up Min Min, um, is Bill Townsley, who plays Goldo, Kui, um, and Naze from um, uh, whichever movie Naze was in, Return of Cooler, and then uh, one of the pair of bros from GT.
1: Nice, okay.
0: Jaguar is this tiny man, barely reaches Hercule's waist, and he's really rotund, and he uh, Hercule makes some joke about how uh, he looks rather out of shape and maybe he maybe uh, he should come and train under Mr. Satan.
1: Yeah, in the English version, they almost even go out of their way to make it sound like Hercule doesn't recognize him because he doesn't, I guess, either he's grown up more than Lord Jaguar or Lord Jaguar is just not nearly what he used to be, I suppose. It could be. Uh, Jaguar approaches 18, wondering who
0: she is because, you know, hot blonde on the scene. So he, he just walks right past Mr. Satan, goes straight up to 18, and mr satan's like she's one of my disciples yeah there's my uh mr satan impersonation for the for the episode uh and 18 of course is having none of this she just along to make sure that she gets paid and she just slaps jaguar into a nearby wall
1: yeah it's great and then we transition over to a scene where his dog who was at the beginning opening and it is shown to have some kind of weird transformative powers of some kind uh but this dog cat looking thing is uh licking trunks And Goten hops down. This dog is getting really frustrated, and Chunks is just like, I don't really do well with dogs, so I don't know what to do here. Goten calms the dog down, though, so it's a very Goku moment. Uh, Of course, Jag is like, doing his thing, kind of recovering from the attack from 18. And he walks up and says that if it wasn't for Mr. Satan, he would have taken that title all those years ago. And uh, Satan is just like, hey, man, you're still the same. Like, I I don't know. Nothing's really changed with you. You know, you're you're exactly where you were the last time that I saw you. And so I thought that was kind of weird because he didn't seem to really recognize him a minute ago. But I guess he's just saying in general that, like, this guy is still up to his same old tricks. Uh, And Jack goes in to explain that he employed all of these scientific minds to deploy the biomen so that way he can fight off Hercule and and basically reclaim this title. Uh, Of course, Goten and Trunks are stoked about this. They want to know all about the biomen. We get some funny scenes here where Trunks is apparently very, I guess, aware of bioengineering and and knows a lot about it. And He's trying to teach Goten about it, but it definitely kind of seems like that little kid trope of pretending to know what mom and dad do, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it is kind of funny because it, Trunks finds he, he puts himself into like this endless loop Uh <laughs> because yeah, Goten's like, "What are bio warriors?" and Trunks says they're soldiers created with biotechnology, and then Goten or. Yeah, Goten is like, well, what's biotechnology. And Trunks says, it's genetic engineering. It's possible to create a new life using only a single cell. And then Goten's like, well, what's genetic engineering? Right. And <laughs> Trunks like bites his lip and he's trying to figure things out. He's just like, it's biotechnology. Don't be so stupid, Goten, which is the first thing that he explained. <laughs> so he's just got himself <laughs> in this endless
1: loop. But Goten buys it. He's younger. And this is all while they're like traveling into the castle itself. Uh, we transition back over to Mr. Satan, who is running into this room. He's screaming like, "Let's do this! We're gonna, we're gonna take these guys on!" And as he does that, he literally slips and falls right into like the middle of this room where all the bio men start to appear. And Jag is welcoming him. I, I called him Jag. It's Lord Jaguar, but I think the Japanese version re- referred to him as Jag. Uh, but they're he he's welcoming everyone into the arena, and it's f- so funny because Mr. Satan is just like, "I, I demand." my audience i want them out there eating hot dogs while they're watching me fight like he is not going to let anyone not see him compete if there's gonna be a fight he wants to be seen
0: yeah and satan doesn't just slip down into this arena he slips on a banana peel which is like an it's not there's no reason why it's sitting in this floor <laughs> and yeah, maybe just, one of the
1: men they were training and needed a potassium boost you never know
0: uh, it was silly man he had it he was in he was in top uh runnings for best entrance uh until that banana peel made <laughs> itself known
1: there are no good entrances in this movie there Pickle- well Piccolo's is yeah. not in the movie Vegeta's not in the movie like a lot of your big entrancers is what i'm going to call them they're just yeah. not in this movie
0: i i'm giving it to the man, and it's not even really because they have a good entrance so much as when Mr. Satan in a second throws up his cape. The thing that they do there, I'm like, okay, that's the coolest thing that's happened in this movie. So that
1: was the coolest thing that happened in this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the it's golly. I (laughs) I really don't like this movie. So (laughs) uh, Mr. Satan's ready to go. He throws up his cape. The bio warriors all start flashing around the room and they. Burn it with punches, I guess. I mean, it's silly, but uh, you know, it's it's kind of. It reminded me of Bakugo when he was trying to prove to Midoriya how strong he was at the school, and he just like slightly singed his school uniform in a paper notebook. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. That's See, that's the
0: vibe I got from this. <laughs> I assumed
1: that they were like high speed attacking it or something. It does. I mean, it does kind of burn away almost like they hit it with a key blast. But the animation that they show is like it's them punching it, which makes no real sense. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, that.
0: they they got. They got the best entrance award, but it's it's not great. And it's barely an entrance, if one at all. Um, So when Mr. Satan sees this display of power, he turns to 18 and he's like, what do you say about hopping down from there and taking care of these guys for me? And uh, 18 talks him into another 20 million zinny. um, And because she's going to continue upselling him on her protection for this entire movie. But then after all of this work, she puts into upselling him and and padding this check that he's going to have to write to her. When he is in his most severe peril at the end, she doesn't intervene. So, like, she she builds this man up to get ready to write however many hundreds of millions of any as a check to her. And then when he's drowning and possibly about to be disintegrated by green slime Nowhere doesn't swoop in at all. Like she doesn't swoop in to save the man whose name has to be on the bottom of that check. It's wild. It doesn't make any sense.
1: She may not even care at that point. She may just be so fed up with Hercule and the shenanigans that they've gotten into because of him. I mean, she was a like cold hearted killer not too long ago.
0: It's weird, too, because when so she jumps down in the middle and jaguar goes to create a bracket to right. make it a tournament yeah. style thing and she blows up the tv because she's like that's dumb i can take on everybody all at once and he says starts talking about fair play and all this stuff and he has this weird character trait where he uses the wrong words. so here he says like it's fair uh, spray He yeah, says fair, fair spray. spray and this pisses <laughs>
1: 18 off she's like you're a brainless moron it's fair play she does this three or four times or she corrects him
0: yeah but it is funny too when he pulls that bracket up 18's faces on it and I'm like dude you just met her you didn't even know she was coming how did you have a little, a little avatar for her already
1: well she was at least in the previous tournament so it could have been really easy for Midman to shoot him a message or something and be like hey this chick's coming too oh yeah, that's fair you know it's possible um, well
0: Trunks and Goten jump down and they say that they're gonna fight with 18 as well um, and it's funny because they turn and look at uh, Melosia who's standing up by Jaguar and Trunks says it's good to see you again Mr. blah 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 I thought that was One
1: of the best lines in the whole movie. That was pretty funny. The Witch Doctor obviously recognized them, and it's this whole scene's kind of weird because all of a sudden everyone is really worried about the children. Like, including Jaguar. Even Jaguar is like, hey, why are there kids here? Why did you bring kids, Mr. Satan? Like, that's really strange. Uh, but you know, even Satan and and minmen are both like, hey, get the kids out of here. Like, we don't want them getting hurt. Uh, but they both blast away Jag's like I guess it's like a painting hanging out yeah, like a portrait. Yeah. Painting. And I guess this it doesn't really upset him. He's just kind of like, okay, well I guess biomen destroy everybody. Uh, but then again, later he tries to correct Broly from hurting the children. So I, I don't know. There's some kind of back and forth there. That's kind of weird.
0: Well, yeah. Cause he goes from, this isn't like, this isn't a time for kids to fight to right after they blast his portrait. He, he says, make those rotten kids. The first vitamins. Yeah. To which 18 corrects victim. So he goes from no kids in the fight to definitely kill them first (laughs) really quickly.
1: He's assuming that they're Satan's disciples. So I can guess the assumption is is that they're pulling off light tricks, right? Because that's kind of how Satan explains what the Z-Warriors are able to accomplish to other people, is that they're like tricks and like pulley systems and fireworks. So I guess you could assume that if Jaguar was trained the same way Satan was, which is the official background there, then he would be aware that Satan's stuff is kind of an act too. That's the only thing I could think of is that he's just like, all right, well, but that doesn't make any sense. Cause he's literally hoping that these, well, I, he doesn't want the biomen to kill them. He just wants them to beat them up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I guess, but he definitely wants Hercule dead. <laughs>
1: Do you <laughs> I mean, think like he wants he's... him dead or just exposed? I thought the the feeling oh. or the sentiment there was at least like, I'm going to show the world that Satan isn't anybody really.
0: If, if, even if he doesn't explicitly want Mr. Satan dead, any one of those bio-warriors that f- pick the smallest, weakest, least veiny, still naked and multicolored, and still genitalless dude and stick him in a ring against Satan in a straight-up fight... He'd wreck him. He yeah. probably and, dies. <laughs>
1: and Jaguar knows that, too. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm defending Jaguar. I'm trying to make this villain make sense. I think that's what it is. <laughs> He's just
0: petty, man. That's he all is, it is. Yeah. And he has this tiny bit of leverage that shouldn't be leverage at all. But because Mr. Satan is Mr. Satan and is extremely, and even very unreasonably concerned with his image, it totally works. It works. Yeah. But this, this scrap between the bio warriors and go 10 trunks and 18 lasts like a couple of seconds. They're all, one punched basically they're they're the uh one hit ko minions of this particular movie and when maloja sees all of them in action he tries to sneak off and uh jaguar says that he's i haven't even played my best card you know and he, yeah. he says <laughs> that he, he's he apologizes and he says he's not responsible for what happens next which is wild because later on he makes the claim that he all these bio warriors respond to his commands so yeah. yes you would be yeah. <laughs> like it's there's so much hypocrisy in this movie it's it's
1: kind of silly yeah it's kind of ridiculous but mr satan is continuing to sort of chastise him and he's just going on and on about how his warriors or his disciples are gonna uh, are gonna win and we get this he really some teeny weeny here too yeah we get this funny scene too where i feel like it's very like villain comic comical what is the word i want to use here I feel like this is a very, like, villain comic book shtick kind of thing where Jaguar runs up to this, like, random command center in the arena and just presses, like, this villainous combination of buttons and gears start whirring and, like, the whole arena shifts and we we see this Broly pod exposed. Uh, And then, like, I guess because of the way the arena shifts, it kind of opens up this underground science-y area where Goten and Trunks are able to just kind of fly around and see all the various bio-warrior pods. Yes.
0: Yeah. It was kind of like the walls of the arena were lifted and the lab was kind of behind it exposed. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Either that or they sunk down. That's what I was thinking
1: was like they sunk down, but it doesn't make sense that they would show off the lab like that. I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. It's like Jurassic Park, man. You know, the first yeah. movie where they're like, this is how we, we, this is where we watch
0: the eggs get turned by a robot hand. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what this yeah. felt like.
1: That's a good point. That's Are those a good way guys
0: uh, auto-erotic? You know, <laughs> that's a great line from the first Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> Animatronic, you mean? <laughs> it's great. Uh, but yeah, Trunks and Goten immediately fly in to investigate. They're asking some of the science, uh, science people questions about this whole process and then go 10 spots, one with a tail, some dude in, in one of these tanks with a tail. And upon closer inspection, they recognize Broly and Trunks says, didn't your dad, your brother, and you beat this guy already. So even trunks doesn't take any credit of playing a, a part in the victory in the last movie based on that line.
1: Well, and he was kind of crucial. I mean, it seemed like it anyways, because it seemed like his key blast was what distracted Broly enough to let the other three win. But I thought yeah. it was interesting too. His mention of Goku makes me wonder did Gohan and Goten tell him, like, dude, our dad was here? Or did Trunks sense his key? Because that would make that would answer some questions there, I feel like. I think
0: Trunks passed out after he threw that ball, but that was that was was that before or after Goku was down there? I can't recall.
1: That was after Goku, because they're enacting the like family. Father Sons, he... Kamehameha. Yeah, that's happening when he throws that last key blast. Yeah, um,
0: I, I'm not sure, but they do show some recycled footage of that particular Kamehameha, but it has a very different ending. So in Second Coming, he's blasted through the sun. And in this one, there's like a spurt of blood and he kind of explodes like in atmosphere, kind of is what it looks like. It's felt like it was reshot or I'm just re- misremembering. Maybe they, maybe that animation took place on the way to the sun or on the other side of the sun. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, uh, it was... I don't know. They, they, I think they did that conveniently to explain how there was blood later to, to yeah. reproduce this Broly, basically. But they didn't have to because the Melosia goes to the Saiyan pod,
0: which goes unexplained entirely in the last movie anyway, but he goes to the Saiyan pod and Broly would have been in that whilst injured So his blood would have been all over the inside of that anyway. Like, they didn't have to make it seem, if this is what they did, like I said, I might be misremembering how the animations went, but they didn't have to make it seem as if some of Broly's blood splattered down on this ship, because even that doesn't make any sense. They didn't fight right over top of the ship, and the ship would have still been, like, encased in ice, because Broly didn't shoot up in the middle of the mountains in that crater. He came out at a glacier right over the lake near the mm-hmm. village. Like he had traveled. I think I remembered mentioning in the last episode that it looked, they animated it at such that it was like he was
1: traveling through the ice to get to the lake. I don't know how that village even existed after that fight or the Saiyan pod. Like they turned that whole area into a volcano basically. So yeah, unless they wish everything back later, which they would have had to wait a year to do. And it makes a really
0: weird, like try like attempted explanation at how it is that Meloja knows and Jaguar knows what a Super Saiyan is, let alone what like a legendary Super Saiyan is or what Broly's name even is. (laughs) Like they have all this information. I'm like, you were privy to none
1: of that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that's wild. Well, uh, let's catch back up to where we were at in here. So we transition back over to Satan, who is continuing to boast about how weak Jags warriors are compared to his. Uh, Jaguar orders Dr. Coley, or Dr. Colley, who is the—he's the doctor that basically created all of the bio-warriors and all of the— pods that we can see in at least all of the systems from what it seems like. He's basically telling him to drain a specific pod. And so Satan is uh, telling 18 at this point, like, hey, just leave it to me. I'll take on whoever comes out of this next pod, which I thought was great. Uh, but the kids end up finding the doctor, Melagio. I, I called him the witch doctor in my notes. Uh, so they, they end up finding Melogio and they're talking to him about like, hey, why did you bring Broly back? That's totally nuts. Like, why in the world would you do that? He was hard to beat last time. And he, he tells Tells them, this kind of weird thing where he's like, Well, because of you guys, I got cast out and I needed work, so I figured you know I would just bring this blood to Jaguar and he could rebuild Broly with this modern technology. And so, we get these scenes of him traveling to that death scene, like we mentioned, he's collecting this dried blood. Jaguar basically uses it to bring Broly back to life, and they're using that blood in combination with, I guess, other genetics that they're getting from somewhere to make what they're calling these bio-warriors and potentially build the best warrior out there, combining the best traits of all of these warriors. Uh, Of course, Goten is just like, hey, Trunks, the whole universe is literally a danger. We gotta fix this.
0: Yeah, they say the whole universe is in danger and the Meloja goes, well, he's your problem now. <laughs> yeah, And I'm like, are you planning to leave the universe? <laughs> like, it's such a <laughs> wild thing. He's just like getting in an elevator like, I'll be fine once I get off this island. Um, but yeah, I think I do recall a line where they said something like they combined such and such genetic material with Broly's blood cells. And again, that kind of rings of Jurassic Park, right? Which would have been out by the time this was out think this was 94 is that when jurassic park the first one came out i thought the first one was ninety four. First one was like 92 yeah Yeah. that's right um so you know it's kind of like we took dinosaur dna and filled in the gaps with frog dna so you get this weird watered down broly kind of thing he comes (laughs) out of um that 13 too which is an unlucky number for one. So that may have been picked for that, but it also ties back to Android 13 possibly. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think that's probably a better closer tie in because they're both warriors that are kind of like bio-engineered or in in some form or fashion by mad scientists meant to kill Goku. Like there's a lot of parallels there too.
0: Well, this is where Jaguar says that all bio warriors are programmed to follow his commands and Goten and Trunks decide that their best chance is to go ahead and blow Broly up before he leaves his castle, uh, his capsule. Um, but also the castle. And then so they do a, uh, a, a combined Kamehameha trunks actually using a uh, named uh, key attack here. Maybe the best animation in the movie. Uh, yeah. The, the two of them charging this up and firing it looked pretty
1: good. It pretty sharp. Look, I thought in general this movie's animation was pretty good. In fact, that that's actually probably the best thing about this movie is that it's pretty consistently animated well. Except for that one beat shot that just didn't have any animation.
0: Yeah. But Broly immediately, when he gets out of the pod, uh, goes into legendary form and just scares the Kamehameha right out of Goten and Trunks. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Uh, And the scientists think that something has gone wrong and they are asking for them to close this protective casing. But it's Broly, sort of. So he breaks out of it and turns into Swamp Thing here. And he's just this like giant green kind of plant material looking monstrosity with a giant gaping mouth and featureless pink round eyes and a giant red pulsing heart thing. And then the, what I call the super Saiyan bed skirt. That's what I call. So bed skirt, you know, is that, that piece of cloth that you run around the bottom of your bed and it kind of hangs down when it comes to hair. There are people who are like bald on the top 70% of their head, but then can grow hair from a certain point just above their ears down. I call that the bed skirt. And um, that's what Broly is rocking here. The green covers over every part of any distinguishing features of his except for a few stalks i guess of still yellow super saiyan hair that poked down uh, at out and around the bottom of his head and it's yeah, just it's weird looking
1: i like that you use the term swamp thing because that's exactly how i described him was just a cheap knockoff swamp thing
0: yeah and somebody's like what is that and i think the boy said something bad and then the dog goes to attack Broly, barely Broly is what I like to call him. Um, and he jumps into this purple goo that was flowing from somewhere and it disintegrates.
1: So something like the goo that they were going to use to detain Broly is this weird goo that like, if it, if, the molecules around it are not the same as it. It will absorb them or devour them is what the doctor says. So I guess the idea was that they were going to use this goo to devour the bio warriors if they were to get out of control. But for some reason it doesn't work on Broly in, at least in this scenario, but that starts like eating up everything else around it, which of course, Dr. Satan, or not Dr. Satan, but Mr. Satan sees this and is like, well, I didn't sign up for no killer goo. Yeah, this well,
0: this Doctor this Dr. Satan is the name of the bad guy in House of a Thousand Corpses. I think.
1: Oh yeah, I think that's right. That's funny. Uh, different movie. Different movie. Yes, yeah, much hey, better. Come to movie. Kaio
0: Cinema for the Dragon Ball Z. Leave with extra movie recommendations it's just like (laughs) the amp all of a
1: sudden right right the uh just so you know the like weird gooey broly form is referred to as his syrupy form which i think is kind of funny i like goo form better barely broly may be the best one though i think we should petition all the wikis to change it
0: yeah that's what i I, that's what i thought about it and if we were titling these episodes like we did amp that's what I would petition this one to be called. No one
1: says Broly. you can't like quote unquote accidentally mistitle this one. <laughs> no, I won't do that. But
0: <laughs> we'll definitely uh, mention that name in the uh, in the show notes. But Jaguar commands this barely Broly thing to attack Satan, uh, and of course he calls Satan him a Super Saiyan 18. here. That's what that's yeah. what you're
1: referencing earlier. Like he's like, come yeah. on, Super Saiyan, show me my money was well spent. That makes no sense. That I, I didn't even pick up on that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So twenty million more zenny. Eighteen says, and she'll take care of him. And then this is one of the funny lines where she, 18 says, Remember your words, Satan. Uh, It's funny. There's (laughs) another one here shortly. So she attacks and does functionally nothing because that's what always happens when somebody attacks Broly first time. Um, And she says that he's a monster. And in the English dub, she says something like, These hundreds of millions of zennies isn't worth any of this. I have a family waiting for me. But that line doesn't make any sense because she has that reservation and then she goes right back into attacking instead of just being like, you know what? It ain't worth it. I'm going home. Um, but in the Japanese, I think that they, the wording was different, such that uh, she was either saying that she wasn't being paid enough, um, That's like maybe she would have to extort a little bit more because this was going to require more of her. But the English dub made no sense at that particular line. But she rushes in, gets grappled and punched in the back of the head and basically knocked out. And this is where you get the other uh, funny. Uh, satan line because jaguar yells broly rid this planet of its hero destroy satan as if satan is the planet's <laughs> hero which is great yeah uh but mr satan pulls the same gag that he did in uh, the last bojack. movie uh
1: yeah, yeah bojack bojack yeah
0: uh, fakes a stomach ache um broly readies an eraser cannon but goten and trunks whisk him away Uh, But the blast that Broly throws releases loads of that culture fluid, which begin melting everything around them.
1: Yes. And at this point, Trunks is uh, getting on to Mr. Satan. He's like, hey, look, you're the champion. You should go out there and prove it. Uh, But he turns around and tells Goten, hey, look, this time Broly dies, Uh, which I thought was interesting. I'm like, all right, kudos to you, Trunks, like getting that uh, big almighty attitude. I like it. Uh, And this is where I start to think that they don't know how to fuse because knowing them, they would have just went ahead and fused right off the bat and taken out Broly. Like, I I think they are aware of how powerful this guy is, right? Like they wouldn't mess around with this one. So that's what leads me to believe them not fusing here or throughout the rest of the movie. It's got to be a timeline where they don't know how to do that yet.
0: Yeah, but they also assuming that this movie takes place in the same universe as Second Coming does, because obviously it does they shouldn't have rushed right into CQC to like close quarters combat because that's Broly's strength. That's the thing he does is it grapples you when you
1: get close, but they go right to the fist fighting. They do, but um, Broly's fighting style in this isn't really the same. I mean, you don't see really any clothes lining or anything like that. He's still pretty up in your face, but I don't think it's nearly as aggressive as the other movies. He's
0: still, even if he isn't, he doesn't do the clothes line, but he's constantly grasping people. Like he does he grabs a lot 18's leg, yeah, He that's grabs true. these boys by their heads and feet. It's just that's his fighting style. It is different. It's a lot more sluggish and a lot less entertaining in this movie, even than it was in the last.
1: It doesn't feel threatening. It's like he's slow and powerful like that. That speed that he has in the other movies just isn't here in this one. Maybe that's why they call it the syrupy form because he's slower.
0: Yeah, that could be. Um, There are as this fight begins, there are scenes of scientists trying to avoid um, being disintegrated by the fluid, I guess. So they all cram into an elevator. And then Meloja packing up all this money, but he gets overtaken by the goo. And there's a little bit of a funny line here where he says, quick, a spell. And he starts doing all his gibberish stuff and still gets disintegrated. Uh, and then all the ones that crammed in the elevator get stuck. And the, the goo intrudes on them and disintegrates them, too. There's a high body count in this movie if you count all these dead scientists. Yeah, there really is.
1: Well, Trunks and Goten continue fighting Broly off. Trunks finally says that it's their chance and he tries uh, to take on uh, Broly, but they get distracted, smacked down. Satan says even Goku couldn't survive that slap. So he's like, hey, I got to get out of here. Like he's f- starting to freak out. Uh, there's this weird scene here where 18 like wakes up and I was just surprised that she could lose consciousness. I, I mean, she's. She's an android, right? So I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting, uh, but she gets back into the fight immediately. Taken out. I mean, Broly. It just I, she doesn't stand a chance. Which I'm surprised because in Super the androids are still shown to be very powerful. I would think that she would be able to at least put a fight up against Broly if if any of them could. Uh, but right at the last second, we get this great scene here. Right before Broly's about to take her out, Krillin jumps in and saves the day. Again, which is Again. nice. I wish he had been wearing yeah. the Piccolo outfit. That would have been funny.
0: Yeah, it's just another thing that got borrowed, really. Um, It is. But he does snap her up at the last second, just like he did Gohan in the last one. Uh, And he says, I was worried about you, but I guess I didn't want to miss out on any of the fun. Uh, There's a little bit of uh, a Mr. Satan comedic intervention where he's holding on to a beam that falls over and that distracts Broly long enough for the boys to flank him. Uh Um, Broly then leaps up, creating the only perfect circle in this movie. Um, And they do some tag team fighting and co-op beam barraging. Uh, But then again, Goten, who uh, ended up getting, he was the one that got distracted when Trunks says, now is our chance. Goten flew off to go save a scientist. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. Goten
0: does the same thing, leaves Trunks on his own when they had the upper hand to go because Mr. Satan was in peril. Um, So he leaves to go get Mr. Satan. Both get overwhelmed as a result because like Broly pops out, slaps Trunks and then goes after Goten as, as well. Uh, And then Trunks is getting pummeled and given an impromptu merry-go-round ride because Broly has like Trunks's leg and he's swinging him around in the air, um, like in a big circle.
1: I like that scene too. Like no matter who that's happening to, it's always a pretty well done scene.
0: The way that it was illustrated or animated in this was much better. Like the other one that comes to mind would be like Super Saiyan 3 Goku with Majin Buu um, by the little headstock. I think he ends up swinging him in circles but they show that from a wide shot. Um, In this one, there's a fixed shot and you just see Trunks passing from one side of the screen through the other. (laughs) And, And as he has like this Doppler effect of his speech, that was really well done.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's literally just like punching him in the face too. This is where Jaguar is like, hey, Broly, stop. Like for some reason... Jaguar is pretty cool about kids being killed. He's like, yeah, I don't want that to happen. So he's trying to order Broly to stop. uh, But Broly just shoots a beam right at him. Goten tries to jump back in, and he fends off Broly for like a really short period of time, but he ends up hurting his shoulder. At least in the English version, he literally cries out like, ow, my shoulder! And he just catches a punch to the face that would wreck anybody. (laughs) I mean, it was brutal. Uh, So Broly then takes him. He's got him in a chokehold. Goten is getting super frustrated. He ends up depowering entirely. Krillin shoots a Destructo disc at him to try and distract him, but man, I mean, it cuts through Broly's neck and head and like gooiness and immediately reseals, like he just healed almost instantaneously. So that's not gonna do it. He smacks Krillin down. 18 tries to jump in and help, but she also gets smacked down. Like Broly just has about five or six minutes of wrecking people here.
0: I do love a couple things about this particular exchange. First, every time the Destructo disc is used, I love because it's maybe the second most effective attack in the entire franchise. The first one being Solar Beam. Solar Beam, 100% accurate and effective. It's just Destructo disc misses sometimes. Yeah.
1: Well, I, but isn't when it, it does. Uh, hit, It's
0: super effective.
1: Can't Yamcha or TN actually like uh, navigate it or control it? I feel like one of them can.
0: I think Krillin can, too. Um, But I'm not 100% sure. I've always wondered
1: why that seems to be so sparingly used. Like, it it feels like they just randomly throw it in when it can't miss, if that makes sense. But in moments like this, then they just don't use it.
0: (laughs) It's super effective. Uh, And then the other thing that's funny is you mentioned that um, Krillin gets smacked down and so does 18. But the way that they get smacked down is awesome because Broly still has a hold of Goten and he just uses Goten like a damn bludgeoning weapon against them and just swings them like a club. So smacks Krillin with Goten and then 18 with Goten. (laughs) And I was like, that's ruthless, but
1: awesome. I imagine uh, a half Saiyan's head is pretty strong. So getting smacked with one of those probably doesn't feel too good.
0: Yeah. And Trunks uh, gets the idea to lure Broly against one of the culture fluid vats and blast it in hopes that the fluid kills him. Uh, he pieces this together. He do, there's like a good 30 second scene where he's, you could see, you'd ever seen that meme where it's like the lady with like all the math kind of yeah, going overhead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> 15 or 30 seconds of Trunks figuring things out. Um, so he drops his trousers again, flips on the bird and the Japanese, you see nuts. Uh, and then uh, he Broly of course takes the bait again. So, you know, you accuse me of being the person who's like obsessed with genitalia. This is the second time that Broly has advanced <laughs> towards a minor with his pants down. I'm just saying. You're not wrong. Uh, then they, uh, they, they, Trunks is taunting. He's like, pick on someone who isn't defenseless, you say, and reject. And then he executes this plan perfectly. But his beam wasn't quite strong enough to pierce the vat. But it's unnecessarily dramatic because literally every other beam that they've thrown around has blasted everything to bits first time. Like it touches and everything explodes. This one it doesn't. And there's like four or five seconds where Trunks is floating there stunned and Broly starts his advance, like starts his little threatening walk. And then it finally breaks. This is
1: where like, like the dramatic teasing starts. Because from here on out, that is a consistent theme. You you get this big buildup, you know something is about to happen or something good is about to happen, and then it breaks attention, but for like no reason. Like nothing culminates from it.
0: Well, it does appear too that the, that Trunks' plan works when the vat does finally break. The goo comes in contact with Broly, and Broly, Wicked Witch of the West it up, uh, melts into this goo. Um, even his blinky heart bit stops blinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like, as soon as that happens, everybody seems to take that collective breath and then bio broly resurfaces as this giant purple goo monster. So now he's giant and purple instead of, you know, large and beefy and green, uh, before he drops away into nothing.
1: Yeah. This is so called like a giant bio
0: broly in the yeah, wikis. <laughs> it's just a big old fake out. And, um that that was kind of that everyone's trying to escape the island the goo for some reason seems to be multiplying like expanding
1: and the yeah, way i understood this was like it's absorbing the other materials and turning it into goo itself like it's making it as if it is goo but what i don't understand is if the point was to use this to kill broly then why didn't it work in the very beginning when the goo was first released
0: i'm not sure that it was designed to be a weapon yeah culture fluid makes it sound like something that was used to grow the biome warriors that makes sense like a, like, to, like almost like
1: a human growth hormone or something like yeah, that to something force, in the yeah. growth process that makes sense so maybe that's why it's just continuing to expand all over i had in my notes here ivan ooze from the power rangers movie would love this island
0: yeah yeah well it's just the way that so broly gets huge and falls into this hole Right. Yeah. This was so, a weird
1: thing that that I really hated where like he gets big and it looks like he's about to, you know, just wreck Goten and Trunks and then he just falls. Like, why? Why did it just fall?
0: Well, and not only that, but why doesn't all the other goo that seems to be spreading throughout, not just even the comp- the science lab, but like all throughout the castle, everywhere else on the island. Why isn't it going down into that same hole? Yeah. Like that hole seemed massive. It does.
1: Yeah. I, I had that in here, too. Like I everything outside of that continues to swell but why like i just don't understand what's happening here <laughs> there's
0: no reason we do have a silly uh scene where krillin has got uh, the uh, the lady main scientist whose name i didn't catch or care for i think um, it's nani
1: in,
0: or yeah or nane something it's like Nain. that yeah.
1: yeah i've got it right up um, here um
0: so krillin has her riding right piggyback and he's like hold on tight if you fall you will die and he says it all dramatically um and she does she like squeezes him tighter and <laughs> krillin starts blushing and like has this big smile on his face but then 18, his wife, you know, um, comes up behind him and pushes Krillin out was um, funny and makes scene. him fly. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. Even Jaguar and Min Men get rescued.
1: Yeah, Trunks ends up grabbing Jaguar and Min, who at first are like basically trying to tell Trunks to take the other, you know, like take take me, but not the other one. He's a lying, cheating bastard, blah 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 blah. But really like Trunks just grabs them both, flies off. I thought that was great. Then randomly we see some just folks like on a ship, like no one we've seen before, but they are leaving Captain the island. Ship. Yeah, so I guess there were visitors there. I I don't know residents.
0: (laughs) There seemed to be like houses.
1: But yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. There was a lot about this movie that just, like, there that scene was totally unnecessary. Uh, Goten hits the goo with some blast, but it doesn't really do anything. Like, key blasts just kind of make it go away, but it comes right back. Uh, the doctor says that the planet is doomed because this goo absorbs stuff and then basically strengthens itself from whatever it absorbs. So it's always going to get stronger, and it's going to be able to absorb anything, so it'll eventually just absorb the whole planet. Uh, however, uh, it's it's like kind of rising up above the sky almost like this massive tidal wave and it's kind of strange we see satan start to get like trapped in it almost he's trying to swim away from it and as this goo hits the salt water it starts to harden for some reason we don't really get an explanation on why
0: it surprises everybody including the scientists yeah
1: and for some reason goten is the one that picks up on this out of all of the people that are there he decides to fly up and kind of like instruct the others to shoot a massive Kamehameha blade at the ocean, causing this massive splash to go over the island, drenching everything and effectively hardening the goo. So that way, uh, you know, the day is saved and they just depower and they watch this water, like, wash away all the bad stuff, basically.
0: And this is kind of the plot of Man of Steel, where, like, in Man of Steel, I think this is the Superman movie, that's the title of it, where Lex Luthor's like, the only thing that is a finite commodity is land, but it's also like this precious resource that you can, you know, make a killing on. So he is planning is to like drop kryptonite into the ocean and grow land. And I was like, well, that's what's going on here is this island has definitely increased in size because of this goo. It's gotten bigger. Uh, so real estate agents need to hop on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there, there's a funny line, too, where. Uh, somebody asked goten how did you figure it out and this is another one of those silly satan lines where he goes from our pal satan (laughs) (laughs) it's like Uh, signed my
1: soul over and everything (laughs) yeah
0: and then so this this the second like false denoment of the movie um as because usually these movies end on a, a little quip or a silly joke like that um but then broly surfaces again all even more giant like and purple but then he turns into stone, and the boys immediately blast it to bits. Um, so Broly is now like a, a coral bed out off of the off uh, off of the shore of this island. But like, how did he get there? How did he travel underwater and not solidify? Like, doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and at least here they try to make it seem like. Right before they blow him up, it's like Krillin is kind of inspecting the head of this massive giant bio Broly, and then the boys just power up and and blow him up, but they make it sound like they did it just in time, like as if they had waited any longer, he would have gotten off some powerful attack or something. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't either. But we transitioned over to other world. Goku is eating a whole bunch of food and uh, he is being told by Bubbles that Broly is causing all kinds of problems in hell. King Kai wants him and Picon to go to hell and put a stop to it. So uh, that's what they're planning on doing. But first, Goku's got to eat something. And
0: that's the movie we should have gotten. Yeah. Was Picon and Go uh, Picon and Goku fighting Broly in hell would have been freaking awesome. It would have been a lot
1: better than this movie.
0: Yes. They should have just skipped all of this Broly resurrected nastiness. And there's even like, I guess there's an argument to be made, right? That the Broly that is rampaging in hell at the end of this movie is the Broly that was around in Second Coming. And Bio Broly is this whole separate thing. Like these two, they were two different entities.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you can make the argument either way. Like, I think you could say that this, this last bit here... Could be taking place the same time that Bio Broly's being killed. And the hell Bio Broly is the original Broly. And potentially they're about to get another Broly. Or maybe they don't. Who knows? Maybe Bio Warriors don't go to the other world. We have no idea.
0: Yeah, but man, when, when Goku was like, King Kai wants me and PyCon to go fight Broly in hell, I was like, that is the movie I want to yeah, watch. That would have, would have been watch really cool.
1: Because we've not seen PyCon yet. Uh, and I don't know that he actually shows up in any of the movies. He may be in Fusion Reborn because that he takes is. place, I'm, I'm pretty sure, in world.
0: He is. He's there. F- at least I'm 90% confident that he's there for the beginning of the uh, Janemba fight when he's a big baby. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I'm with, you're right there with you. Like that fight would have been really cool. Uh, this movie was not necessary. Nope. I will <laughs>
0: drop a, before we get into our final evaluations and stuff. Um, I want to drop a couple pieces of trivia for you that I've found on the internets uh the first one is uh, that this is the only movie villain that goku does not help in defeating every single other one he helps alive or dead um except for this one um then this is the first of two movies that take place during gohan's lifetime where he is not in it at all which i
1: thought was interesting
0: yeah i would never have picked up on that um I mean, I knew that he wasn't in this, but all of the other ones he's not in or it, that he it, he's in all of the other
1: ones. I mean, was, he's a very prominent character. I think that makes sense because the first movie is literally Goku going to retrieve Gohan. So I don't remember how he factors into Fusion Reborn, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is Man and he's fighting off all of the... Uh, uh, warriors that are being brought back to oh, life by that weird right. flux. Because I don't remember that movie super well, but I remember there being like all like hell is in flux or something. So all of the previous villains come back to life. Yeah.
0: See, I had that in my head as a thing in GT. That's part of that movie. That's part of
1: that movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because huh. I think when they're fighting Jonimba, they're like they're so powerful that Otherworld is like basically getting fused into the real world somehow. Like, I think it's some really silly subplot. Probably just so they can bring back cool villains because I think Jennifer's gotcha. kind of silly, but uh, okay. that's for another movie.
0: <laughs> well, as far as holler minutes are concerned, this is the least of them all. Only 0. 0.5 holler minutes in total. This is, the le- this is fewer than any other movie that we've covered so far. Um, it is also noteworthy that one of the complaints that I had for Broly's Second Coming was that Broly had spoken a total of nine different words, even though he said one of them many times. In this movie, in the English dub, Zero words. All he makes are grunts. Like, Vic Mignogna got paid to make grunty noises. He kind of screams Kakarot at one point in time. In the Japanese... He says Kakarot. I did not hear him say a single word in the English dub, so, which is just nuts to me.
1: That's interesting. I watched, I did not watch the Japanese, but I did watch the uh, English dub with Japanese original sound, and there's a moment, I think it's near the end, when the giant bio is coming out of the ocean. He screams Kakarot, and I wonder if that, that was just considered a background sound, because it is almost like he's grunting it, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, I must I must have missed that. But...
1: Easily missable, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so Adam asked me before we started, do you have anything for how this movie would be different as an arc? And I said, no, it's the same thing as second coming for me. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a, it should have happened. Like, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to grace it with, uh, exposition on how it could have been better because it shouldn't, it just shouldn't exist. (laughs) It's a terrible movie.
1: This, I could see this being, uh, like filler uh for like one of the weird subplots occasionally they'll do where trunks and goten get into some hijinks and this is just something they don't tell chi chi and bulma about but like it doesn't it feels like too epic of a villain to just have be a filler content subplot kind of thing like that so i I, yeah i don't know i'm really there with you it shouldn't have been anything i am curious though you know the whole thing with the movies is that every villain is supposed to be stronger than the last I really don't think Bio Broly is shown as being stronger than the previous one by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think so either. I mean, I didn't look up numbers or anything because we're not doing the Raditz scale, but just thinking about it, like, that seems like it didn't follow through.
0: No, it was not depicted. Even if they want to make the argument that he was significantly stronger, it wasn't depicted that way, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's let's move on to movie ratings. That way we could just be done with this. Day day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you give Bio
1: Broly slash Barely Broly, uh, Adam? I gave it a two. Uh, I think, you know, the artwork's pretty consistent, which I thought was nice. But most of the movie just kind of falls flat for me.
0: Yeah, I, I really debated on which if I liked Second Coming a lot more than I liked this one. I like Second Coming a
1: lot more than I like this one. And I don't think that's nostalgia talking. I think second coming is a better movie than this one. It's just not a great movie either. The only thing that second coming or that
0: bio does better than second coming is the actual fighting and, because like, there's a lot of just dead downtime in
1: Second Coming. It drove me
0: nuts. It was so boring.
1: Yeah, like all these like almost like after shots of the fight where you know that someone's getting punched, but you don't see the punching. You just see them reacting to it or their face. There was a little bit more, but the fighting in this was boring. It wasn't even good fighting. Like the Bio Warriors basically blink in and out. and We just see the main characters do a couple of hits. And then later on, when Broly's fighting, it's really just this swamp thing, like, sludging around. Like, it's not good combat. It wasn't fun combat to watch, I didn't think.
0: Yeah, and my, I continue to have the same issue that docked so many points from Second Coming is that all of the things I loved about Broly and Legendary Super Saiyan, and all the things that I grew to appreciate even more having rewatched that movie, are, they are non-existent in Bio-Broly. Um So
1: the only thing I can say about this, though, is that it continues to bolster that first movie in the sense of Broly being a tragic character, because look how far he's fallen from that first movie. Like this is just I mean, even him, it's not. You're right. I mean, that's the thing is like that. But that image, that character has fallen so far from the first movie. So I don't know. That just feels kind of like a uh, like just another bolstering of that tragedy of what Broly could have been.
0: Yeah, I mean, so far, I, uh, so far the lowest score either one of us has given something is a one, which is episode
1: of bar. Which is still worse than this.
0: Yeah, but only, mm, only barely, in my opinion. I'm, I was tempted to give it a two, um, I think I'm going to go lower. Really? I think this is, I'm going to put this at 1.5. This is going to be pretty much the bottom of the barrel for me. Um, two is only a half a point lower than what I gave Broly second coming. And this is definitely worse than that. You know, what's funny, too, is I think I told you at the beginning of the DBZ Broly trilogy that they were going to go in this order, one, two, three, in that order, and decrease in va- in ranking as we went along. Um, I Just for kicks and giggles, I jumped on Rotten Tomatoes to see if that held up true outside of us. Uh, and they, for some reason, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have a score for Bio Broly, so I went to IMDb. Um, Legendary Super Saiyan on IMDb has 7.4 out of 10. Second Coming has a 6.5 out of 10. And Bio Broly has a 5.9 out of
1: 10. Okay, so it definitely follows IMDb. through. As everyone yeah, else agrees with us for once. Down. That's a nice feeling. Yeah,
0: except they don't. There's there's not enough, there's not disparate enough a gap between Legendary Super Saiyan and Bio Broly, in my opinion, or Legendary Super Saiyan and Second Coming, in my opinion. Well, the reason
1: I, is is because none of those people are watching all three of them back to back like we have.
0: Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, we I we've mentioned before that that's that is definitely playing a very interesting role in our experience of these movies, especially the patterns that we pick up on. Yeah,
1: it's starting like I mean, even my wife Hannah mentioned uh last night when we rewatched this movie, they're all really starting to blend together. Mhm.
0: It's unfortunate, man. I remember these things being the hypest thing on the planet when I was a teen. Um, and some of these are still great, like super fun to watch. will rewatch again multiple times in the future, but some of these, like, they're just going to stay in their case forever and ever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, I I really don't, I could, I could live my life without ever seeing Second Coming or Bio Broly again, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I could live my life without seeing any of these three again. So I'm right there with you, man.
0: I will say that uh, now that we've wrapped up the dbz broly trilogy it'll be a while but he does come back into the movie scene and boy howdy does he yeah um, that movie is going to be a six or higher for me for sure um but we've got uh, a, a ways to go before we get there and Uh, Like I said, I think in our last episode, we broke the rules a little bit to go ahead and blitz through the rest of the DBZ Broly movies. So we're getting back onto schedule um, by visiting uh, OVAs. We're going to watch two OVAs for our next episode of Kaio Cinema. The first one is Plan to Eradicate the Saiyans. uh, And the second one is Yo! Son Goku and his friends return. Both of those you can find on YouTube fairly easily. Uh, So hunt those things down and uh, join us on the next Kaio Cinema. And in the meantime, you can catch us on our
1: other podcast. Adam, why
0: don't you tell them about that one?
1: Almighty Podcast is where you can tune in and find out all about My Hero Academia Vigilantes or the anime. We do not follow the manga, so we are only caught up to the most recent season of the anime, Uh, but occasionally you'll get a fun little extra filler episode is what we like to call them, where we do things like uh, cover the uh, smash volumes because those were pretty cool.
0: Yep, we are over a hundred strong the AMP. So if you're new to that podcast, you've not visited it before. There is a ton of backlog to catch up on and you can stay abreast, stay on top of everything that Adam and I do together in the podcasting world by following us on Twitter at AlmightyPod. Visit the pinned tweet um, where you will find links to both of the podcasts as well as uh, a link to our discord. It has a very healthy and thriving community. Um, And we would love for you to be a part of that.
1: Absolutely. So we will see you in two weeks for Kyo Cinema and uh, potentially in one week for AMP.
0: That'll do it for now. So we see you guys uh, later, whenever that later is for you. Three, two, one. Did you clap?
1: I did clap. Did we must have it? clapped
0: at the exact same time, dude.
1: Perfection.
0: <laughs> I know. It normally, finally happened. Normally, there's enough of a stagger that I'm confident that you clapped. But I mean, it was it couldn't have been timed any more perfect. We, we have I to clap yours. again. Just stagger uh, it a second. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Three, two, one.